0: Welcome to Girls Room, where each week we unpack the foundational text of the 2010s, HBO's Girls. I'm Julia Gray. I have my incredible co-host with me, Drew Haskins.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: We are rapidly approaching the end of season six.
1: Yeah, crazy. I mean, what a long journey.
0: It really, what a long, strange trip it's been. It's been a blast.
1: A total blast. And we have a good episode today um but first i want to talk about something that has really destabilized me that has also come from the fine folks over at max formerly known as hbo max and that is love has won
0: oh my god God. i'm watching that too
1: it's crazy i'm only an episode in but i'm like she's outrageous
0: it's so i mean honestly i i hesitate to even try to like recap it because uh our our, our uh fellow podcasters at sexy unique podcast did such did you listen to that episode? oh
1: no That's i a, haven't listened to that episode it
0: yet. was they they did such a good job talking about it
1: oh okay well I won't tread on anyone's toes
0: they're the exact no no they're the exact people I want to hear talk about a psycho cult documentary
1: it's so psycho though I like just to recap I mean I will defer you know listen to us listen to them listen to everyone listen to everyone (laughs) but like just to recap for very quickly for people who may not know um love has one mother god details the story of amy carlson a 40 something year old woman from kansas who while working at a mcdonald's takes ecstasy and starts suffering from delusions of divine grandeur that lead her to start a like bong rip based cult in the redwood forest of california
0: okay drew that was an amazing synopsis Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I
1: like, cause that's, I've only watched one episode, but like, that's, I feel like that was a journey in a sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, and it's so much more than that also, you know, they're it. it it's very kind of telling about, I feel like, uh, like 2010s internet, late 2010s internet, cause they're live streaming the whole thing. And these people who have nothing to live for are just kind of coming out and visiting with these people and putting their entire lives into this woman who they saw online. <laughs> it's crazy. It's... Who is just totally lost her mind.
1: And like they're forging community on these GeoCities pages. I mean, mm-hmm. the the web design is rudimentary. We,
0: so when did I mean, I can't I guess I can't remember because it kind of goes into not present day but recent history. Yeah. When did they start with those GeoCities because they do look so uh, y2k
1: so i thought it was more y2k than it was and i saw a time stamp on one website that was from oh seven like when she's dating okay, the, that's... the mountain man amareth right. the first father god and then there's another geocities-esque website that's dated march 2015 so the web technology does not improve much
0: certainly not that is so funny. I I really got a kick out of it. I made my parents watch it with me.
1: It's, I'm, after we finish recording tonight, I'm probably going to finish the rest of the episodes. Cannot recommend it enough.
0: Though. It's so good. I, I'm texting Gabe right now saying we're watching after.
1: I, um, I also have not really done a cult, Documentary, or even a true crime documentary in a really long time, this is really Mm -hmm. scratching an itch that I did not know I needed to scratch.
0: And here's what I'll say I don't usually like true crime, and even I am so sorry. I mean, it's not true crime, but it does have that true crime kind of feel to it, yeah. And I mean,
1: because it does end in a A crime. (laughs) a crime of sorts like i don't really want to spoil that part even though it is real news that has happened and is spoiled in the first two minutes of the the documentary itself
0: yeah it's you you know what's coming the whole time i mean we should just say it uh you know maybe we'll entice these people to watch it more uh amy the the queen mother mother god dies and they, her body is mummified um, What? What should we reveal other details?
1: I mean I don't know if we need to reveal more details because don't. it truly is such a shocking image like you have to just see yeah. it to believe it um,
0: you simply have to see it to believe it
1: but I will there are elements to it that I have found so like grotesque and shocking and I'm not even talking about the death the mo- the end of the first episode briefly glosses over that this cult makes a living selling colloidal silver.
0: I mean. is
1: some sort of like elixir. <laughs> like an old-fashioned apothecary, like Plague Times elixir that looks exactly like hypnotique liqueur. Did you ever drink that?
0: <laughs> yes and yes. I that is I, yeah it is just so disturbing to watch the compulsive behavior of these people like what's her name amy mother god she's yeah. downing goblets of colloidal silver she's drinking like a thermos of vodka (laughs) she's taking bong rips it's so hard to watch her taking
1: there's so much old video footage in this in the the grainy footage of her taking ginormous smokestack bong rips surrounded by like beatific like middle-aged people as if it is some sort of baptism is absolutely crazy must be seen to be believed
0: and you know how um you always laugh when people say weed is a gateway drug this weed is a gateway drug like (laughs) weed is (laughs) weed can be dangerous
1: (laughs) weed sent mother god down like if like the molly taking at mcdonald's started this whole thing like put like a very specific large hole straight through her brain that made this happen um the weed made it so much worse it yeah yeah, you just have to watch it
0: and just all these people stoned in this house yeah and their kids
1: around too like i in the first episode they don't talk about the kids that much and i'm assuming they will in future episodes but like this is it's like a frat house with mother god
0: it's it's a frat house with mother god that's exactly what it is
1: and another great document about the sinister nature of the mountain west the american mountain west along with our ladies of salt lake city which is getting unspeakably dark since the last time we talked about it
0: i is the new episode on tomorrow
1: i think it's on as we speak because right before i logged on to record with you i saw lisa barlow start live tweeting the episode and i was like well she's starting and uh
0: wow okay
1: so I, I think uh we'll have a new one for tomorrow
0: i have to admit i feel like not it's i love it but they're not that they're losing me but i could tell it's like they're ramping up to something. But it's sort of like it's a lot of connective tissue right now.
1: Yeah, I think now that we're going on the cast trip to Bermuda, which is such a random place to go, um, <laughs> I think we're really in for some great episodes. And I've heard the reunion is an all-timer.
0: Okay, I was looking at flights to Bermuda for a potential quote-unquote mini-moon. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it was subconsciously planted in my head from Real Housewives of Salt Lake.
1: Yeah, I mean, Monica is like a native of Bermuda.
0: That is awesome. So
1: crazy.
0: Bermuda. Anyway, should we get into um, our other Bermuda natives? Not really, but... Not really, (laughs) I didn't I actually
1: didn't know who you were talking about for a second and now I realize I mean Bermuda is not that far away from Brooklyn actually like people think it's that Bermuda is that. tropical it's I mean it it is an island with tropical climate but it's like close to New Jersey it's it's
0: two it's a two-hour flight Which is what makes it so attractive for my quote-unquote mini moon. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm sure they have beautiful weather, beautiful beaches that will be advertised uh, on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City shortly.
0: Oh my god, oh no, maybe flight uh, prices are going to go up.
1: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it does seem
0: so magical.
1: The thing about these Real Housewives trips, though they go to these beautiful destinations and ruin them with horrible vibes yes they don't seem like nice places to go i recently finished a rewatch of the season of real housewives of orange county in which um brooks and vicky fake cancer <laughs> a, oh a true all-timer and they go um oh shoot No, i don't remember where they actually went they went some tropical location. Oh, they went to the Maldives. They went to the Maldives and it was, it, it, you know, beautiful nature, coral reefs, um, those cabins right out on the water. Beautiful. The vibes were ruined by screaming. And you have to imagine with that much screaming and duress going on in one location that the environment is poisoned forever
0: you have to yes
1: and also this rising sea levels too i mean it's probably not there anymore maldives (laughs) is sinking into the ocean that's a true fact
0: i mean it's it's hard to um plan travel in in the time of climate collapse it is something i'm learning
1: (laughs) I, i mean bermuda is a big rock though more so than like most islands are big rocks like i think it's fine
0: for sure but even like like what's the weather like you know it's uh, everywhere's rainy so much because of the climate if that makes sense
1: so well (laughs) i guess what we have to say here is that climate change is real and (laughs) And don't forget it we're taking a stance on the podcast like that's our political uh our political thought of the day
0: absolutely
1: should we recap the last episode of girls
0: let's do it okay all right so season six episode six um last episode jess and adam worked on their horrible indie flick based on adam and hannah's uh torrid romance hannah told her mom she was pregnant Lorreen got lost on the streets high out of her gourd and elijah told hannah that she was going to be a terrible mother so it was a lot a lot of heat in the last episode and honestly it, the hits keep coming.
1: Yeah, I thought I did not really remember this episode all that much. Um, I liked it better than last week's, actually.
0: I did, too. I I thought it was great. There's also a lot of comedy in this one. Oh,
1: so much comedy in this one. Like,
0: really good high joke per minute count.
1: But also a lot of nice, sweet character moments, too. I mean, plot-wise, not much happens this episode, But Hannah gets a scene with basically every character who doesn't know about the pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And they all go so well, like little vignettes. It's nice. Totally. The first of which is with Marnie. Yes. So how
0: do we, should we start with Marnie?
1: Well, oh wait, should we, I was saying um, Hannah and Marnie, Hannah, Okay. Starts by telling Marnie. That's where the episode. Of opens. course,
0: of course. Right. So we open on um, Marnie and Hannah. Marnie tells Hannah that Ray broke up with her. Hannah's very unsurprised. Uh, she says that Marnie was a quote unquote horrible cunt to him. And then Hannah tops her news and tells Marnie that she's pregnant. Yeah. And there's kind of a sweet and funny back and forth between them here
1: yeah the line how did this happen how does anything happen i went to the hamptons was like a true laugh out loud for me
0: (laughs) another lol line um (laughs) she tells marnie that she like had him pull out and that's how it happened and marnie said i literally know hundreds of pull out babies and hannah goes you do not know 100 babies which I thought was I mean perfect, yeah, the line reading, chef's kiss, perfect,
1: I, this scene was really sweet, though, I thought by and large, like in a, kind of one of the recurring little motifs of the episode is that all these people that talk to Hannah about her pregnancy don't really believe that she is taking it seriously at first, but then when they realize she is and that this is real, they all become so supportive. Mm -hmm. and sweet and i thought that marnie's line about like wouldn't it be great to have someone else to consider
0: right yeah it's just like a very honest talk here And, and i love that marnie was eventually happy for her yeah i mean like hannah and marnie I
1: think the relationship gets kind of pushed to the background in the middle seasons um, but this season this season as rickety as it kind of is has done a really good job of reestablishing the Marnie-Hannah dynamic between mm-hmm. um, the episode where they go to Poughkeepsie for the art the artist's treat um, and now like and then I mean we'll see at the end of the season too. Obviously, how close they really are again. Um, it's just nice to nice to see it. They've yeah, come a long way.
0: I totally agree. Yeah, I mean I, I think it it started when um, like they really started rebuilding when uh, Desi lost his shit in Poughkeepsie. And yeah, from that point they they've been stronger than ever
1: stronger than ever. Um the, the other kind of conversational motif throughout the episode is Hannah asserting that she doesn't want to tell Paul Louis about the pregnancy.
0: Um that's the scuba instructor or is it scuba surf instructor that got her pregnant? So the-
1: it's driving me crazy that's because fire. in the past few episodes they keep calling him a water ski instructor and I thought he was a surf instructor too
0: um i feel like water ski surf maybe that's the point though that she's not getting it right
1: maybe see this is why we talk about these episodes these little easter eggs this (laughs) is why themselves um but marnie says that he deserves to know and hannah storms off locks herself in the bathroom and says that's a patriarchal idea
0: which is like classic Hannah kind of just turning it into something she can get on her high horse about when that's literally not true (laughs) yeah
1: what do you think about this from a ethical perspective
0: I think you need to tell him like right I don't know it's like it's his child I I think
1: I, I like not to spoil how this resolves though i'm assuming like if you've uh, if you are listening to this podcast episode you have watched the entire show girls before so like i'm just gonna well, go maybe ahead not and, maybe not. maybe not but but i kind of want to say that. it just so just skip ahead 15 seconds there are no if you don't no want... spoilers this show has yeah. been out for yeah years many years <laughs> like The way that she eventually handles it by telling him and saying that she doesn't want him involved with childcare, though, she just is letting him know to let him know. And she does this, I believe, next episode. I think that's the perfect way to handle it.
0: Sure, yeah. Definitely.
1: I think there are circumstances in which maybe, like, telling the father is not a great idea, but, like, in something like this... When he's just a hampa water ski instructor who loves like like, red punch drinks. Like
0: like if you have respect for the person you probably I I, I don't know. I guess it's hard because you know if yeah I don't know. I think I would want to know.
1: Yeah I think I I would want to know too. Just like imagine like waiting 20 years down the line and finding out exactly you a secret kid
0: exactly Crazy. and because if you're not telling the dad what happens when the kid wants to know their dad or wants to know who their dad is you have to you know what i mean like yeah you have
1: to reveal that he's like a polyamorous water ski instructor
0: <laughs> right and you kind of just have to set it up so that there's not this horrible conversation happening when the kid's 12 years old and John louis has no idea who he is and all yeah. that stuff.
1: But it does seem like Hannah's child will have a beautiful gay father in Elijah.
0: Oh so funny. So Elijah um is trying to get on Hannah's good side again. He invites her to a hot dog taco party which he explains is uh, the, the host is making tacos out of hot dogs. I don't totally understand it. But um, he apologizes without apologizing he says he's, he doesn't think she's going to be a bad mom and kind of admits that he liked when they both didn't have anything going on in their lives Um, and he says he wants to be in her child's life but he's not going to be a good role model and Hannah's like well neither will I and Elisha says the great line our kids can have great skin and be the right kind of slutty <laughs> <laughs> which is great but also I don't know do you think Hannah would be a good mom yeah like she can I think she's like any other mom
1: yeah I think she'd be able to figure out I also think she has like a baseline good level of taste I think mm-hmm. she'd be a cool mom who fosters a creative spirit
0: totally and you know a lot of being a mother um not that I know but it seems like it's it's a lot of learning on the job, and you know, yeah, who's equipped for that? And I don't I don't really think anyone.
1: But between her and Elijah, that's like a good parent and a half.
0: Totally, yeah, exactly. And there are tons of single moms who do it.
1: Yeah, and tons of gay uncles who will
0: t- tons of <laughs> pick uncles.
1: up the load.
0: Yeah, I just I just feel like Hannah. I, I mean I think the show has done a good job of maturing her and making us you know if, if hannah a few seasons ago said she was pregnant and keeping it i think you know we would call child services like oh yeah that, you know?
1: but no you think, think back to like the bangs and q-tip era hannah
0: yeah that's not a person suited for a child but yeah exactly i don't know i think the the show has shown she's come a long way and the kind of I don't know, mistakes she makes or uh, trouble she gets into is less concerning and more just like spilling a slushy on herself and twerking on the dance floor. Yeah. And getting pregnant.
1: <laughs> Which they is- and Getting pregnant, yeah. But like, that's like a beautiful little miracle as well. Exactly. In addition to yeah. sort of an impulsive moment. Um, yeah. I did like her referential callback two three years ago when she runs into adam on the stoop after he's been like incessantly calling her um mm-hmm. she's like why well, are you stalking me this is very three years ago i was like yeah well, the time has is- passed
0: yeah and he's um following her down the street and telling her she needs to watch his movie and you need to see it you need to see if i you know recreated our relationship in a way that that's faithful to how it happened is it this how you felt and uh hannah says i I totally related to this line um (laughs) this is like when everyone told me i need to watch the wire i don't want to watch the wire (laughs) embarrassingly i have not seen the wire and at this point i don't know if i ever will
1: oh it is really good
0: that's what everyone says
1: (laughs) I know this is me with succession I have not
0: oh it's really good (laughs) I know well see here we are like
1: maybe that's our like 2024 pact like we swap those two shows like maybe we should do that because I don't think I'm gonna there are like certain shows and movies even um that I'm truly only gonna watch like on a dare (laughs)
0: At this point, like,
1: <laughs> like someone needs to like hold my feet to the fire. To That's a pretty like that.
0: wholesome uh tame dare. Yeah,
1: I'll it could be deal. worse. It definitely could be worse. But, um, I did really like that this movie A is under just under forty seven minutes. To yeah, B, called full closure
0: Wait, what? I missed that. What was it called?
1: Full disclosure. But between the disc and the closure, there's a colon.
0: Di- disc. Wait.
1: I'm going to type this in the doc so you can actually see syntactically okay. what I'm saying here.
0: Disc.
1: Typing noises on keyboard, very okay. ASMR.
0: But why?
1: <laughs> so I had to think about this too, because this really did feel like a word puzzle in a way that I don't actually enjoy all that much. I think it's because there's closure. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Obviously. <laughs> no, but like you have to see it. Full disclosure. Wait, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, the colon so that,
1: is confusing though.
0: It's so I mean, maybe do a dash then? I don't know. Yeah. But that's so funny. Uh we'll we'll get into what the movie's actually like later, but Uh Adam says, yeah, he wants to know if they had the same feeling, so he needs her to watch it and she continues to blow him off. Um and then says that she's pregnant, kind of just blurts it out. And And he
1: thinks it's quote Jan's baby.
0: Yeah. He means to say Fran, of course. Um, I don't really remember how did he take this? He I I mean he was surprised, obviously.
1: Yeah, he was kind of shell-shocked and he wants to talk to Hannah, but she literally runs away from him. Um, Mm -hmm. I I mean, I didn't love this scene. I think it sets up the end of the episode really nicely. Um, And it sets up one of the best episodes of Girls, too, coming Mm -hmm. up.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So that's exciting. But yeah, this is very a lot of the adam justice stuff is not really working for me this season and i totally agree yeah
0: i mean i wrote that the the what am i saying the um the dialogue was just felt so stiff between adam and hannah here like it felt very rehearsed
1: yeah i also kind of felt like that between the hannah jessa scene
0: completely
1: yeah so Jessa pops in after finding out that Hannah is pregnant. Um she's hurt that she had to find out from Adam. Which I'm like, girl, what would you expect? Like you and Hannah have not spoken in almost a year now, I think we're led to believe.
0: Exactly. And she kind of, um, I don't know if it's gaslighting, but she kind of says like we are we're dear friends what are you talking about you know like you can't just pretend we're not friends we're dear friends which is definitely some you know wishful thinking and manipulation because like you said they haven't talking that they haven't talking oh my god it yeah. day they haven't talked <laughs>
1: and, and hannah says something along the lines of like you're if you're going to be a therapist you need to actually be aware of what other people think
0: which is and true
1: it's true and then jessa says some shit that she's like i may be a psychopath but you're a sociopath or vice versa and like one of those st- either way not correct. It. Not, not correct not correct at
0: all i mean yeah it's just it's just a shame what what's happened to these two and yeah, yeah i don't know jessa just is totally oblivious and you know i trust hannah to be a mother more than i trust jessa to be a therapist
1: oh 100 percent um i did really like jemima kirk's hair in the scene though
0: she always looks amazing and that's that's just something we have to yeah. deal with
1: that like shol- the short shoulder length
0: it's something something not- with
1: the highlights though looks great
0: completely and you know who else looked kind of radiant is our girl Hannah. I'll say it. I, I, I saw her a few times and I thought, wow, she looks honestly, she's glowing. Yeah, <laughs> I she's that about people who are actually pregnant, but she was glowing.
1: No, she whoever is doing the makeup for girls,
0: that's got a the good glow. point. They honestly, I wonder glow. if that was intentional.
1: But she's also just self possessed and standing in her truth and that's inner beauty and inner beauty can shine as well
0: for sure inner beauty can shine as well yeah um at the end of the episode hannah watches adam's movie which she says uh, is basically a porno because it it opens on hannah watching a very you know graphic and um a verbal sex scene yeah <laughs> which it. i mean it, it was like it
1: was if given you told thought. a hater of girls to recreate a season one sex scene mm-hmm. from the show that's kind of what that's a good point like. it
0: was also like perhaps self-aware in that you know like maybe kind of uh movie within a movie telling on itself like we know we had these graphic sex scenes maybe not yeah but i
1: i think like it's definitely self-referential like i mean it's a movie within a movie that or a movie within a tv show like that in is in and of itself metatextual i hate saying that word but like it's literally what it it. means here i don't (laughs) Um, know i mean it's not well made full disclosure it's not well made but like there is kind of like a moment of recognition that you see hannah feel watching it like as clunky as this movie is there is some sort of core emotional truth that she feels very seen by
0: yeah she's definitely it ends on her face just kind of realizing that it is for um disclosure it's him getting closure yeah um there is just this awful dialogue between adam and fake hannah um he says something like we're just we fit so perfectly i'm it's too perfect i'm scared i wish we could stay right here forever so it's you know i mean i guess it's hannah recognizing how much she meant to him yada yada that that's i think that's what i read in her look i don't know if you had a different
1: yeah i i agree 100 Um, percent um and i think the music cue too leads us in that direction so rather famously the end song of this episode is the original demo of honey by robin the so title good. track to an album that did not come out for another year and a half after this episode aired. And the song did not end up sounding anything like what we're hearing in this episode. But this is a kind of like cult artifact song mm-hmm. among Robin fans that you can only watch on YouTube over <laughs> the girls' credits. It's crazy. But wow, it's, it, it's it is- history
0: it's history it's history, and that that is the uh needle drop of the week
1: definitely needle drop if of I ever the heard week. One. um definitely needle drop of the week though what are all the club music at love you which we'll get oh. to um <laughs> oh it was my killing God. me as well
0: live okay that was pure comedy pure
1: comedy Vue. oh one whatever thing, um... whatever
0: was going on there worked for me sorry continue oh
1: 100% like one thing um, I want to note about the movie or the full disclosure of the movie. So I was trying to figure out, as I often do on IMDb, who plays the actress who plays Faye Hannah. Her name is Daisy Egan. She oh. is the youngest person ever to win a Tony Award for acting for no The Secret way. Garden, the musical way back in the late 80s. And she still acts, obviously, as we see, but she's more famous for being one of America's leading polyamory advocates, because she's in a thruple, a Brooklyn-based thruple.
0: You're kidding.
1: And I'm not going to quote or direct people to articles and interviews that she's giving, specifically but if you go into her citations portion on wikipedia and just click around for a little bit you're gonna find some gold oh (laughs) my
0: god i
1: I really would recommend that
0: okay drew what i i need you to name uh write down the timestamp right now because this is oh do do you know neither of us do that i don't think anyway i don't do it this (laughs) This is this i think we can find i think we're going viral with this with this snippet once we get our intern to <laughs> cut up our uh our audio
1: i know we're hiring maude apatow from the high school she's gonna
0: come yes, after, we after are.
1: school come do this for us
0: yes um, we are. i mean yeah that crazy. is gold this is why this is why we we do what we do
1: it just and, it, it's so crazy that like child actor to like slightly off the wall talking head trajectory is like it never fails it never fails
0: oh Oh my god i really love that so much
1: speaking of like some child actor stage mom dynamic should we get into the marnie plot line
0: please i would love to get into the marnie plot line this had
1: me howling this week (laughs)
0: so I know a couple times we've said, Oh, I think this is the last time we see Desi. I think this is the last time we see Desi. This might be the last time we see Desi.
1: I think it is the last okay, time we, we see. Okay, we can't keep saying
0: that though, because next week we're gonna see him and I'll, this is <laughs> it's I'll all say here.
1: it next week then. I've never uh, I will never shy away from from being wrong on this podcast.
0: That's that's beautiful. I I I, I this might this would be kind of a I guess, a weird way to leave Desi. But we open on um, Desi and Marnie are getting ready. They're like at rehearsal or something. And Marnie's back at it with the incredible song names. Um, she says they should start with Whoa, Whoa, Wonderful and Song for Marcus Garvey and then maybe follow up with the boys at home. And then, I don't know if you caught this, Drew, she started to say Coco Belly (laughs) Shelly. And he got her off.
1: favorite, the patron saint of this podcast, Coco Shelley. Oh, This Um, was a referential episode. Like, we got a lot of little Easter eggs.
0: It really, I mean, two thumbs way up. I really i had a blast
1: i mean a song from marcus garvey is one of the best <gasps> jokes this show has ever done like i agree I, i'd repeat it too
0: song for marcus garvey what the fuck could they have to say
1: and like you see um the outfitting in this particular plot line was great across the board but marnie's like um hunger games tribute look later in the episode like the really smoky eye and like the piled hair on that i was like oh my god this woman this this woman is is the one who's singing song for marcus
0: Garvey." that's so so true oh god her look is is killing me she has these kind of crunchy curls um they're
1: fried out i am in 2015 do you remember the band mr wives yes okay the so mr wives Random. came to my college for undergrad and the lead singer of that band had the exact same fried blowout hair that Marty has in this episode they got the like it is like the 2015 indie singer look
0: oh my god it really is i mean the you know the makeup in this episode really was working it all was and joking.
1: jen rogan once again the styling yes <laughs> outrageous I mean,
0: speaking of makeup they made desi look the ugliest he's ever looked he's uh, disagree kind of He really oh my god okay when he's on that working for
1: me in like a father god sort of way
0: oh my god okay he he <laughs> He looks fine when we first see him, I'll say it. So there he says Okay, he's I'll give overworked. you that. Yeah. He says he's overworked despite not working um and Marnie's like you're kind of calling him out for his bullshit and he's just having a total breakdown. Um sh- their fight is kind of erupting over the fact that they have to uh play for Marnie's mom's friends birthday in new jersey at a bar called love you or LeVu.
1: i think it was love love you you spelled it no very that's how classily. It was classily oh my that god
0: is how it was spelled. that was written on the building but she says Le you
1: i didn't see the name of the building i had it as like L A and then V I E W in my head like love you V U E is so funny. <laughs>
0: that's I, if I if I am not mistaken, that's how it was written. On the oh, I believe okay. no, I believe
1: it. That's the most like Jersey City club ash. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh ever
1: my thought. god.
0: Um, Marnie says, uh, I can't remember the name of the friend, but it was. I do remember it being funny. It was Sharva. Sharva, yes. Um. <laughs> marnie's mom's friendship with sharva means a lot to her mom and (laughs) i thought that was funny um and so they have to play for her birthday obviously and but desi is pissed he's like this is not what i signed up for
1: but it's also not what marnie signed up for either i mean she's just doing this as a favor my favorite marnie quote of the whole episode was you used to be a dream come true. This whole job used to be a dream come true. Now it is a bad dream come true. <laughs>
0: it's like, genius. Words
1: fail you. She's just like, That's
0: so funny. I really, she is
1: in crisis mode. But so is Rita Wilson. We got so much Rita this episode, and she looked just unbelievable. Like,
0: yeah. I full
1: mean, Lita boot like American Eagle or no I'm sorry Owl, Urban Out His Owl Necklace Dangly yep. Necklace Hell yep.
0: Dangly Necklace Hell she's kind of got the smoky eye similar to her daughter except more intense um, and this it's like a like mod cloth meets biker chick so it's like hipster but also grungy but also um bloomingdale somehow
1: very all the above i have not heard the word mod cloth in (laughs) years and you just sent like (laughs) i felt like the kill bill like
0: we i'm my my secret um talent my my joke i like to whip out is mod cloth because whenever i say it in reference to some tired aesthetic everyone has that reaction oh yeah you should should use it sometime it is
1: like a pavlovian response like this outfit more than most on this show and this is a show that really is such a good period piece of mid 2010s fashions Mm -hmm. this is the i'll say i think the most fashion victim of everything
0: absolutely I, i i mean both both rita wilson what's her mom's name
1: evie michaels
0: wow great memory so marnie marnie's mom is played by rita wilson um evie both evie and her daughter look like hot messes in different ways
1: yeah sharva looks great though i mean sharva is a jersey girl
0: do you okay i was thinking drew will know who plays sharva did did you
1: yeah, I did look it up because she looks so familiar. Didn't she's she? this yeah. character actress named Azura Sky who mm-hmm. is in everything. Like she's been in a bunch of Ryan Murphy stuff. She's been she's like one of those people who's been in S.V.U. a million times, like
0: Of course.
1: He's just like always around. Um
0: She's everywhere. She's But no in The around. World
1: of Girls she dated Pros, which really made me laugh. She dated who? cross from the fugees like not the one oh my god the, right. guy, the guy in there who isn't white
0: class. uh-huh wait that's so funny oh god um so they're at love you they're outside um marnie's kind of yelling at her mom who's vaping who's vaping and then desi shows up an hour late on his motorcycle kind of mumbling and uh, le- never looked uglier so i I think the makeup is going a long way here this is what i was talking about he looks awful his hair is all matted down his skin is is uh ruddy and like just bloated he looks very bad Um, it is
1: endlessly funny to me that marnie just cannot tell when people are high
0: yes he's so visibly high which his mom or his mom, Marnie's mom, points out, and Marnie's Marnie's mom says something like, "You, for the love of God, you need to know when someone is high. This is this man is so clearly high."
1: Yeah, I mean, he's sitting down on the curb. He's like wander, just doing like circles around his motorcycle. Like oh, it's, God. and she tells him to get gone.
0: Yeah, I mean. Yeah, basically. And she kind of just figures that they won't perform. But no, no, no. Marnie's mom won't let it go down like that. She insists that she and Marnie perform together. And (laughs) the kicker is they are introducing themselves as the Michael sisters. Which I love. And Rita Wilson does this amazing they start singing a uh, Marnie original and Rita Wilson cuts in with this insane scatting interlude. Yeah, that really tickled me.
1: At one point she is just saying plomp plomp as one of her like scatting noises <laughs> and i was saying Rita Wilson as a comedic actor
0: mm-hmm. is an
1: underappreciated resource.
0: Completely. And we've said this
1: many times on this podcast. Rita Wilson would tear it crazy on White Lotus.
0: You know, she, if they're not hitting her line, they're mistaken.
1: Well, did you see allegedly they've cast Harry Styles and Bella Thorne in it?
0: That sounds like a mistake.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I trust Mike White.
0: I guess, but... but girl what like i'm more
1: bella Thorne could be good i'm intrigued by that
0: see, i don't know i feel like harry styles could be good no
1: no <laughs> I, 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 no i i'm not gonna oh. incur the wrath of stance here so i'm just gonna say
0: maybe I mean, not in that movie i saw him in that name the name is escaping me um, A policeman
1: one or florence Pugh one
0: florence Pugh. uh-huh he was not very good.
1: Yeah. I'm not. I think he, I think he's a really good singer. <laughs> and that's fine. I think that's, oh, that should that be enough. Fine. That should be enough. If you're going to do a second project, I think at this point, people should just be selling makeup. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. And just let that be that.
1: Yeah. What else happened this episode? Is that it?
0: Um, Elijah like was running lines oh yeah job but that that's you know i we we see a lot of elijah next week we didn't yeah i think we got like a a sort of setup in this episode like he's pursuing his dreams
1: he did um do really well running the lines though and it was fun to see in um the woman who plays the person he ran the lines with is jasmine cephas jones from hamilton and a bunch of other stuff she's oh. great she's in she's also in mistress america too which is a movie if i'm assuming everyone who has seen girls has seen that movie but if you have not i hit maybe my fr- it's, it's my second favorite greta gerwig movie
0: what As is it called? i haven't seen it oh it's
1: called mistress america it's okay a Noah Noah movie with greta gerwig lola kirk and um jasmine Cephas Jones. It's like a farce about a like 28-year-old New York poser who like tries to be worldly and wise and wow. guide a bunch that of NYU good. freshmen to like a college or to a like a country house weekend.
0: I love it. That it sounds
1: so good.
0: That sounds great.
1: If you like this show and this goes to everyone. You will love Mistress America. And Jasmine Cephas Jones is in it and is in, is fantastic. Um, oh, I'm sold. Also, it was fun to see Andrew Rannells um, as a talking head at the Macy's Parade this year. We were texting about this ourselves. Oh my god,
0: yeah. <laughs> I I really... He, he carried it, though. Josh Gad was... What was going on with him? He's kind of...
1: He kind of is a flop to me, Josh Gad.
0: Yeah. I I don't know. Honest, I do kind of want to see that silly little Broadway Musical. thing, though.
1: Yeah, it's he, supposed to be good.
0: You know, like, why not? I'll see it.
1: And I... Andrew Rannells is a great singer, too. We'll get to see a lot more of it next week, but, like, he's just so talented, so great. I mean, he made... um balloons and marching bands seem really exciting for a little bit like let him do the parade next year too yeah but should we move on to final segments
0: yeah let's see where where are we um okay so which girl (laughs) are you in this episode
1: i felt very elijah-esque kind of by default um But there was a very... I just thought that was such a sweet like girls and gays moment that I have felt reflected in my own life sometimes. I was like, you know what? I'm Elijah this week.
0: What did you think? think. Let me think. I feel like... Oh, God, I really didn't prepare for this one.
1: It was tougher this week, too, because... Like a lot happened, but not a lot happened at the same time.
0: A lot of specific things happened that yeah, one might find hard to relate to. Maybe I'm a little Marnie kind of. Um, what did she say? She woke up on the wrong side of her twenties, and she's like, she's kind of having a late twenties crisis, and yeah. I think is slowly realizing that this whole musician thing maybe isn't going to pan out
1: yeah marnie seems someone seems like someone who would really benefit from an mba yeah <laughs> uh, i mean that constructively uh, and derogatorily kind of in an yeah. equal measure um for me there was an obvious fit check this week though and we've kind of touched on it but like
0: okay wait what What do you think are, are we rita wilson oh, i yeah. think it's we'll it has to be
1: rita i mean it's just like a really stunning piece of costume design and just a total abject humiliation i loved yep. it
0: i mean she's perfect i we we did we described it perfectly before it's bloomingdale's mod cloth biker chick dangly Meals.
1: necklace hell <laughs> i those dangly necklaces had america in a chokehold
0: dangly necklace hell that's so fucking funny
1: to me though like we have all these tumblr people like the owl necklace the like dangly like wind chimey kind of things like those were all over tumblr worn by the american apparel girls those kinds of necklaces have never looked as good on anyone, as they do and still do on Countess Luanda Seps, the That's queen really of the dangly chunkly necklace. She wears like door knocker necklaces and they look so good on her.
0: They make sense on her. Some people just, some people, you know, some people need to never update their style.
1: You know who is also in a total place of dangly necklace too? Not to circle back, Mother Tell God.
0: Me. She yep. Mm-hmm. Complete. She
1: loves a chunky dangly necklace.
0: She is in a place of chunky dangly.
1: She she was in a place of chungly, chunky dangly.
0: Oh my god! And they killed I, her. You know what they say on um on sup is, Laura says she knew she knew she was gone when she saw <laughs> she had a necklace on her oh. head. Oh. <laughs> um,
1: and like it's not um it's not like one of those like head chains that like Gwen Stefani used to wear it's It's like it's a real like pendant like a lapis lazuli pendant necklace it's It's, a real
0: and true necklace
1: (laughs) and it's not form-fitting it's like
0: loose it's a bead it's a beaded like stretchy necklace It's, it's
1: Oh my god, I cannot wait to finish the rest of it after it's this episode. It's so good.
0: It's
1: so good. Um, oh wait, MVP and LVP.
0: Okay. Um. Mm, I guess MVP is maybe Hannah, kind of for sticking to her guns. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see where she lands with this whole telling the dad thing, but she's telling everyone in her life that she's pregnant, which is good, and she's just kind of owning the decision which mm. I think is great for this character. Um, and what else? Who's LVP? LVP. I'm sorry. My brain is. No, slow. Just I disagree. agree.
1: I agree with you. MVP, Hannah. My LVP was Desi. Just.
0: Yeah, yeah. Th- I think that's fair. I, I, she He is just so pathetic. And like I said, ugliest he's ever looked
1: yeah like the i did feel bad from the last shot of him as him kicking over his motorcycle and like a barred out haze and just wandering off into the streets of jersey city yeah yeah sad oh wait we also saw um tad this episode Actually, i totally forgot about that scene
0: oh my god yeah i didn't add that because it it's pretty quick i mean oh, she boy, tells dude. her dad and then they're what are they discussing? Like
1: just the father he stuff.
0: Tell the father, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, that not much to it. We do get official confirmation, though, that Tad has a partner, and it's that guy who he met on the app.
0: Yeah, the initial one. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of loved that.
1: That's sweet. I, I like Peter Scalari. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's. I think it, this was a great episode and we're we're only getting closer to the end yeah
1: set. i the next three episodes are all great and then yeah, we have the finale. um
0: and we have some great guests
1: we do have some great guests coming up um anything else we want to touch on before we leave today
0: um no but thank it. thanks thank every oh my god (laughs) thank you thank (laughs) Thank you everyone for listening and um (laughs) we like i said have a few good guests coming up working on securing a few more and then once we finish i think we've like teased this a bit but once we finish girls we're going to do like a few one-off episodes here and there uh with guests about their favorite girls episodes and then just you know similar to the one with jen rogan just kind of zoom in on one topic um but we're also at the same time going to start on a new show which I don't think we've shared which show yet but it's gonna be great.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be super great.
0: Um I'm so I really I feel a rewatch uh like a mass rewatch of the show brewing. Oh like I, i've heard murmurs
1: absolutely like right? it's definitely in the air right now um i think there are some certain cultural forces at work that are going to push us directly into the arms of this show once again and we will be there to guide you through it with, with, eyes, wide open.
0: with, Is it with eyes wide with, open with arms wide open
1: i think both right <laughs> Because Eyes Wide Open to me is the Gautier song and Arms Wide Open is the Creed song.
0: Yeah. I didn't know there was a song called... I, I only know the Creed one.
1: Oh, the Gautier one's better. I mean, the Creed one's kind of bad.
0: Yeah. Really
1: it's Creed. What you no, going I do? mean,
0: it, it's, it's obviously bad, but it's also it, it's a song that everyone has to know, you know?
1: Yeah. I stumbled last thing I'll say and then we can go but I stumbled on TikTok the other day, a subgenre of Christian teen band music from the mid-2000s, early 2000s, mid-2000s, uh-huh. in which some record label out of Nashville was churning out like plagiaristic copies, almost, of bands like 18's Dream oh my, God. and like Three LW, that sang about the power of Christ's teachings. Wow! Over fun hip hop beats.
0: Oh my God! Not fun hip hop beats. But they were
1: oh. they. There are like twelve year olds. These are twelve year olds.
0: Oh, it's you know,
1: it's crazy. I I I wish we still had things like that.
0: It's funny you bring <laughs> up um Christian rock because yesterday I had Sadie Hawkins dance stuck in my head wait by you know, who by um reliant k oh yeah <laughs> what a weird like remember when they tried to trick us into thinking they weren't a christian rock band
1: oh no they were very very christian <laughs> like always very... so overt i mean the, he... them and stacy orrico to me will always be the two acts from that time period who were like trying to sneak the christianity in
0: okay well guess what it worked i didn't know stacy orica was christian
1: oh yeah no she's like fully i believe that like televangelist now yeah.
0: i yeah. i love that song there's got to be more to life that song slaps uh um, then
1: chasing after tempor- every temporary high yeah exactly. that, that's about Jesus rejecting Christ. things like weed and alcohol and there's gotta for be christ's to love
0: yeah god is what's more and, god, and god that, is
1: the thing that's more yeah
0: and reliant k is begging you to be my escape you as in god yeah
1: but right? a lot of that kind of yes 100 <laughs> a lot of that like mainstream rock though sounds vaguely christian from that area era just because like i think we are now conditioned to see that type of guy like the chad kroger from nickelback the like whoever the guy is from Roland k like they're all they look christian youth pastory but they're not like Nickelback songs are not christian (laughs) at all but
0: no that that, there's definitely like a christian tinge
1: yeah it's the heartland
0: so that's all
1: it is but um well that's all for this week i guess (laughs) um (laughs) please if you are feeling god's grace uh please rate review and subscribe and we will see you next week Bye. Bye.